Is it me or is it hiding here? Is it me or is it hiding So Hollywood, Everybody, it's your girl Marquita, but they like to call me Miss Hollywood, and you're tuned into another episode of So Hollywood the Podcast. Yeah, baby. You know, I like to do uh, a thing called um So Hollywood the Podcast intro, and that intro was provided by Sarah Toga. He is a VA native. Um, shout out to him. He did um it's the intro and outro. But shout out to him for doing that for me. Um, I like to keep like the Virginia family in, you know, in the loop of things. But also, uh, So Hollywood, the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally. Um, The main thing that brings us together is this thing called entertainment. I am your host, Marquita, but they like to call me Miss Hollywood. Um, This is episode 28. Um, last episode, I had a young lady by the name of Zania. She was the hot 16, the adult swim, um, hot 16 winner. We did a, um, we did like a little giveaway and she won an interview on So Hollywood, the podcast. And she also won some other, um, I think it was a, a studio in Las Vegas. She won, um, a placement on our next Adult Swim Mixtape Volume 4 because we have like two series of different things. Um, and then what else did she win? I think she she won oh, Hip Hop Weekly. She won an interview with Hip Hop Weekly. Um, and so shout out to her. Uh, we talked about, she's, she's from Chicago originally um, and we talked about her being um, being an artist uh, doing spoken word and being an actress as well. Uh, she also talked about being in a being in a militant upbringing, which uh, her parents were in the military and she couldn't listen to certain music. And so when she had that chance to branch out to different genres, she was just like in an awe. So uh, she recently broke into some um, some good good deals uh, after she had won the Hot 16 winner. Uh, she was featured in. I think something based out of Chicago and um, soon after she started to do um, she got an independent deal with someone based out of New York. So everything has been falling in line for her and she's just been doing it for about, I want to say about three years now. So she's fresh in the game. So that's dope. Um, And then I like to also do a thing called question of the day. I have a question that I ask my guest in which I do have a guest today Shout out to him. Um, it's uh, and I answer it at the end of the show. Uh, the question is, what bothers you about the industry? Why and what uh, is your solution to fixing it? Or how could how do you think you can fix it? Um, 45 after I normally do a thing called top five. Um, I'm not going to give you the top five yet because I want it to be like a like an organic thing like we were talking about before. Um, 50 after I do a thing. Uh, like a wind down you give a shout out give um, your social media and then you answer the question of the day so um, without further ado I have my special guest he is I believe he is a Virginia native if I'm not mistaken Um, 
and um, he's a certified orgasm specialist. That's what his uh, his Instagram bio said. Uh, he's with Streets uh, Streets eighty seven seven eighty seven seven. Uh, he also has a show called The Crib with Pizzo, and you're now based out of uh, not Chicago, Charlotte. Is that correct? Yeah, um, syndicated in Charlotte at, on my five o'clock mix. Okay, and so it's the homie DJ Hip. You, you're like your full. Go- I don't want to say your full government, but I never knew your like your real whole name. If you don't want to say it, that's fine. But you know, we I can call you DJ Hip. It's cool. Yeah, call me hip, DJ Hip or Hip. <laughs> you can call me Hip, but um Dan Brickhouse is Dan Brickhouse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice to hear from you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, though? <laughs> what up though? What up though? Um, well, uh, thank you for being here. And then I want to start the interview off with how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Like what was the earliest memory that you can remember that uh that it came into your life? earliest memory mm-hmm. it would probably have to be Michael Jackson moon walking across the stage mm-hmm. you know that's like the the most like iconic memory to me growing up because I wanted to do everything Mike did <laughs> for the kid dancing in the in the middle of the floor. Yeah, yeah. I usually you know, they had me doing it at church after the service. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I had a red jacket with a zipper and all that. Do that spin again. Come on, baby. Uh, yo, yo, they use hey, hey, do it, do it, do it. We give you some candy, boy. Pockets will full leaving the service. You know what I mean? That good, I had a ball though, you know? that good candy, too. Mm. That is funny. So Michael Jackson moonwalk. So thereafter, like what brought you into like this world of entertainment? Like, what did you want to do? Um, did you know you wanted to be a DJ at a young age or did you want, did you know, did you want it to be in the industry at a young age or how, how did this start, you know, from the beginning? I knew I wanted to be in the industry, but I didn't think it. I had no clue about the DJ, you know, DJing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to dance and I used to sing. Like pop locking? Or yeah, like more and more like hip hop dancing. Okay. Okay. But singing, I used I used to sing, I could sing anything. Um oh. R and B to to uh contemporary whatever, you know. I was in chorus at a young age. You so um <laughs> my, uh, my my um teacher, my music teacher, she saw that I had a little something when it came to music. Mm-hmm. She used to come grab me out of class and teach me how to play um, all the instruments, keyboards, xylophones, um, any instrument you could think of, the flute, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like everything, (laughs) this lady taught me a lot. And and we had a play at the end of the year. um, And I used to always end the play with a solo, like doing something. Every time. What's so crazy is it's on film, but I can't get them. I don't know where I could get them tapes from. But but I used to end the show. This was in at Little Creek, uh, Little Creek Elementary, or maybe primary. Little Creek Primary. Little Creek. Like that young, I was performing. Like I was ending the shows. Like I was really an entertainer. Or something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. And again, standing ovations and all of that. You know what I'm saying? And what, so, and what age was this again? This was about. Uh, I had to be about nine, ten. Mm, okay. Around in. Okay. Did you go into the band? Did you like after yeah. that? Did you you were like I'm stuck in in this music thing. So now what's next? Yeah, I um um I went into band mm-hmm. elementary, middle school, and then when I got to high school, I was in band. Um, what did you play? What was your ah? Me too. I like the the alto sax. The alto, okay. I played tenor. <laughs> I played tenor, but look, I ain't. You know, I won't trying to. I won't. I really won't trying to do that because by the time I got to high school, I was into the you know starting just starting the DJing thing. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm so how did that become you know something of interest? Like you did you wake up one day and was like, man. I, th- I think I want to do this DJ thing. Or how did that come about? No. Nah, um, 
um, I had a homeboy by the name of Lil Mike. You might know him. He run X, uh, uh, Studio X. I probably do. You, I, you know, I don't know names. I'm, I'm, I'm a face person. Right. Uh, I don't do too much names. <laughs> right. right. Okay. They, um, um, exclusive clothing. And um, I think I know exactly who you're talking Yeah, yeah. Light skin. Um, cat named Lil Mike. He was a uh, DJing. So I used to go over his crib and he'd, he'd be messing around with the records. And I'll just look. I was intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. And um, I also had a cousin um, by the name of DJ Chris G. DJ. He was a DJ back then. Mm-hmm. But all I could do was watch. He would never let me touch his stuff or nothing. He would just, <laughs> just, like, just be like, yo, check this out and um, tell me how it sounds. So at a young age, I already knew, you know, what sounded good together. And, right. Because I had a love for music all the way around. Right. Like, you know how music was put together and all of that so so what was your favorite genre growing up definitely hip-hop definitely hip-hop. yeah yeah hip-hop the rap the whole rap city movement and mm. uh, video soul and all of that back in the day Basement. yeah yeah the big yeah. well that came later but yeah. i'm a you know I'm, I'm an 80s baby so me too well, i was born 83 See, I'm at 1980, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay. I'm you right got there. me. Okay. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, so. That's good, know. though. 80s is, is where it's at. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And you see a lot of that's coming back. A lot yeah. of that style. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, basically, um, checking out my cousin, do what he do. But like I said, he never would let me touch a set. He'd just be like, you could check it out. And so... Because DJs are very particular when it comes to, you know, their equipment. equipment. And stuff like that. No question. They no know question. exactly where everything is. They don't want to have to come up behind nobody and have to fix it. And, you know, they, they well, I know you know as being a DJ now, but um, it's very, you know, it's very, like, tedious when it comes to that. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of DJs is really protective, but had I started that young, Ain't no telling, you know, I always think right. what if what if he just would have took the time when right. I was that young. Right. It wasn't until I got older when I got my my own equipment and stuff. And like what that. age, what age was that? Because you said around ninth grade you started to around, around okay, around eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade, that's when I started like DJing at parties, but I was using tape decks. Oh. I, I used to collect tapes. You know, I mean, before it was records, it was tapes. So hell yeah, I love I every tape and, and every boombox you could think of. Listen, yeah. And, and, and at that time, I w- I was also dancing, so I had a partner. We used to be like kid and play, entering oh, talent shows. I and, and, you. And then I you know ask. what? A lot of people can't, but but I really can dance. But I don't. You know what I mean? I, Why? I I just don't, you know what I mean? I Bring it back. Come no, on. No. You will be the you will be the dancing DJ. No, no. Ow. I, hit it with yeah, it. <laughs> I, I think I still could do the older dances. I don't know about the new joints though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think I don't I wouldn't advise the new exactly. dance. Exactly. You see my own dance then. Yeah. <laughs> could you see yourself being a dancer if you weren't a DJ? Um, yeah. Really? Like I used to just dance for no reason. Like I go outside, take like my Stu, you know, stew, dancing stew. Yeah, yeah. I know DJ B, yeah, he's a yeah. dancing mother baby. Yeah, him, see, see me and Polo, me and Polo closer, you know. I know Stu who Stu is and all of that. Mm-hmm. But we really Polo is my guy, you know what I mean? Right, so, okay, okay. So that's the one more closer with you know Polo? I think I know Polo. Yeah. That's a light skinned bald head cat that he be dan- he used to go to a lot of B joints too though. Probably. I know Marcus and I know uh what's the other one's name? And Stu. Marcus and Stu. Them the two I, I know. Cause they used to go to like to, to the Norfolk State uh events and stuff like that. And that's how I know he was dancing his ass off. He would everywhere he went, he danced. Okay. Like literally everywhere. And that's how that's just how I know of uh Stu and them. Yeah, I used to dance just like that, though. You know what I mean? But <laughs> the DJing thing came, I stopped that. You know what I mean? I stopped all of that. So when did your DJ career really take off? Like, at what point did would you was like, 
okay, so now I really know I, I'm at that point. Um, from the moment I got my turn, like, like I got my first pair of turntables, a wooden turntable and like a, like this, this, um, other cheap, like Fisher Price turntable. <laughs> and, um, was and, it vinyls? It was vinyls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by this time, I'm a little older, so my cousin he ended up selling his stuff, okay. and um, but he still had records, mm-hmm. like all the old school records. So right. it was like, yo, you could go ahead and just take this crate and do whatever with it. Mm. So you know, I took a couple of crates of old school records, and um, that's when I started just messing around, trying mixes and stuff. But the equipment I had first wasn't the best, so the things that I was doing on that, um, you know, that, you know, people saw me like my man, Lil Mike go back to him. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time he had stopped DJing. So, um, by this time I had, like I said, I had my wooden turntables mm-hmm. and he came to the crib one day and he saw me like spinning around and taking my shirt off and doing tricks and all of you that. that type of DJ? Huh? You was doing all of that? I was doing tricks and all of that. I used to, that's how I started. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the park. I'm from Moulton Park, Norfolk. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, okay. So out in the hood, that's what we, that that's what we, we like to do. We like to do shit we seen on TV and right. Juice, you know, that movie came right. out and seeing all of that, you know what I mean? I was like, yo, I could do that. Right. So, um, so I started, this is the first time I ever told this story, you know, on any platform. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound Hold on, let me give you a burp, burp, burp. I know, right? So, look, um, so yeah, so, um, so I started, I started collecting. So, my man, little Mike, came to the crib and he seen all of that and he was like, What the heck? Damn, nigga. <laughs> He was like, you know what, man? I'm going to go ahead and give you my turntables. Now, he had the top notch of everything. Like, the, the best you could get was the um, turntables called Technique 1200s. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, come and get them shits, nigga. After seeing this, come get them. I already know you're going to do what it do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So once he did that, shit. It, it was, was almost there. I mean, I started off, of course, doing house parties out the park. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, center parties out Robbers Park. I met my brother DJ Black, and um, you know, he also was coming through the crib like like a lot of the OGs that was DJing. You know, you know, out the hood, word spread when it's a talent out there, right? You know, everybody brag on you, like like, they'll go somewhere and they'll see another DJ. You can't fuck with our DJ out our way. You know what I'm saying? So that's. (laughs) You know, they was bringing DJs through and we were checking out what each other could do and all of that. And, um, you know, that's really how it started. And by this time I'm at Booger T. So, you know, I'm doing um, I'm doing um, all the teen events. Mm. So I end up meeting Jack of Spade. Um, Jack Jack of Spade, he stayed about uh, I stayed out Moulton Park. He stayed out Pop Terrace, which Mm. was probably about a 10 minute walk. Mm-hmm. So I was at Ironworkers one night. That was a teen club back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um he came through and he, he was DJing and he and he rock. He rocked out. So um on my way home I ended up going stopping at um it, I guess it's on Virginia Beach Boulevard right by Booger T. It's the churches. It was a McDonald's and yeah. it was like a Back then it was 7-Eleven. I think that's still there. It's a it's a gas station there, but I don't know if it's 7-Eleven anymore. I think it's like a one stop or something like that. Yeah. Now. But but uh I ended up stopping there to get something and Jack was in there. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I just saw you at the joint. You rocked out. You know, I just I'm just starting, just getting my feet wet. So, you know what I'm saying? Take take my number or give me yours. You were like, no doubt. You know what I mean? We're linked. So that's how I met Jack. And this had to be around like 96, mm-hmm. around like that, like 96, 95, 96, something like that. And um, from that point, um, me and Jack started DJing together, you know, 
a little time was in between because I still was practicing getting my skills up and, you know, doing a lot of events, doing like all the Booker T talent shows and mm-hmm. dances after the games, house parties and, you Ooh, know. I remember house parties, baby. You know, it's, so, it's, so, it's so much stuff that I'm done around here. So, you know, so um, that's really how I, how I kicked off. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then when you got into the clubs, how how was that? Um, how was that transition from house parties, you know, teen parties to now going into the actual club, grown folks, little kids, so on and so forth? How was that? Well, um, it's crazy, right? Because I went, I was in my first club when I was 17. Wow. Um, when I was close to 17, it was a club called Gary's on Little Creek Road. And my man, Trey Styles, me and him, um, we used to do a lot of pool parties and stuff like that. And, um, you know, we used to do a lot of events in high school because he went to Booger T with me. You know Trey, right? Yes, yes. Def Jam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he dope. He dope. Yeah, so so he went to Booger T with me. And um, so we one day he was just like, yo, let's let's do something. I was like, all right, let's do something. So me, him, and my, my homeboy, DJ Rex, Mm-hmm. We hooked up and um started doing Gary's on a Monday night. It wasn't nobody there, but we were just like, yo, we're going to take it on and see what we can do with this promo thing. Because it's like everywhere I was going, I was as a teen, I was just packing stuff. Mm. Like they, they'll put my name on the fly and, you know, like the promoters, um, it, it was a dude named um, Ron and Twin, Ron. a dude named Too Tight. They used to throw a lot of the team part, big bad base. I I came here in two thousand and one, so that was probably a little a little bit before. Yeah, yeah, that, okay. was, that okay. was before that time. So, um, so I started at Gary's on Monday nights, mm-hmm. and um, and it really wasn't a hard transition because, like, coming from the hood house parties, like, either you rock or they gonna fuck you up. So that's what. <laughs> That put the pressure on you. Right. you know, at a, that put the pressure on me at a young age. I had to perform. Right. I don't show up. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So <laughs> I chose to show up to get that little $50, what I was charging back that then. add up, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. especially up. when you're young like that. You yeah. So yeah. Um, I was showing up, rocking. You know, I never I never had a, you know, knock on wood. I never had a situation when, when I didn't perform up the standards you know so Mm -hmm. you know i i take my craft serious and i study and you know to stay on top right um you know pretty much that's what i did and here we are now yeah definitely because you because you are now um part of streets 877 correct yeah Yeah, i've been up there for a little over two years now Okay, and you're also uh, you have a show called The Crib Show with Pizzo. Yeah, one half of the Crib Boys. Yeah, my man Pizzo. Yeah, I, I be listening to y'all. Y'all are so funny, and I be like, "What are they really talking to somebody on the TV?" Like, but then I be like, "No, it's just it's just little skits and stuff." No, but we do be looking at like the computer when you hearing the stuff going on. We really looking at the computer. Oh, like, I'm like, what? yeah, we really looking at stuff that's going like the news and stuff like that. Uh-huh. We really looking at it. So, you know, we wanted to sound organically. Like we right. want you to listen and think. Like, damn, and I damn sure did. I did. I damn sure do. I was like, you fooled me. You fooled me. I thought Yeah, because he, you know what? Cause you, you hit Pizzo one time. He he uh incorrected yes. him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I always try to look out when especially when I'm listening to somebody and I know they're great and then they may have a mishap or something like that. I'm like, oh shit, you know, or yeah. or if somebody play the curse word in a song on the radio. Like I notice stuff like that. And so as uh-huh. soon as I do that, I'm like, uh, I'll hit the person up and I'm like, Hey, that might not have been right. Or you know, like, I try to look out as much as I can because you know, it's always a good thing. Cause I did that for grail. Grail was on Instagram one, you know, D- grail D right. Yeah, grill, he was on Instagram one day and his sound was like, like me. And I was like, bro, like something's wrong with your sound. You need to get it right. Blah, blah, blah. I text messaged him and I said, this is what it sounds like. I recorded it and I sent it to him. He was like, oh, 
I know exactly what that is. He fixed it. And it was just like, boom, like, see, that's, you just got to, it just, it's just in me to do that. And not a lot of people around here. And speaking of that, not a lot of people around here give you that support. So where did that support come, come from for you going into this game and into where you are now? I think it came from me just being myself. Like, you know, Cause you were kind of under the radar. Well, when I came here, I don't know when we met, but it was. It was when I was on streets, eight, um, hot one hundred two point one. I was up there for like for like what three, four years too. Okay, that so, was. Ooh, that was. That was like. Two thousand three, two thousand four. Okay, five. so that was right, right when I got here. Well, two thousand. I got here in oh one, and then I started doing hot ninety one, and. When hot, yeah, hot 102 was definitely jumping at that point. So, yeah. yeah, I think that was around that time. But you had definitely been flying under the radar, and now you are starting to, you know, come out, you know, come out that shell and actually do a lot more things. And I see it on your Instagram page. And then I also see that you're a core DJ. And I was just like, how did that even become about? But that support you said, um, well, it, it it came from being yourself, and, and yeah, yeah, it, it, and, and relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like always doing people right. Like, Back. you know what I'm saying? Like, willing to work with people, willing to give advice, willing to help somebody. Back. You know what I'm saying? If I see they need help, like, like if you see somebody make a mess, out, instead of um letting it go on and, and talk Back. about it to people you calling yo yo check. You know what I'm saying? Back. Same thing Back. I did, and even back then, like. I've always, um, um, I've always pretty much like back in the day, a lot of promoters and stuff wouldn't really, um, give me the shot. Mm. That's, that's probably at that time where you say I was under the radar. Uh, I, I wasn't that type of person to be out bragging and, you know what I'm saying? Trying to be on the scene, like the B scene and all of that. That's, that's really like, not me. I like being behind the scenes. But I started a whole lot of things out here. Like, for instance, the happy hour movement. Um, I turned the happy hours to parties out here. Bro, you know the happy hours like at Applebee's and the happy hours that you see at like those restaurants and stuff. Them shits is crazy. Slam packed. Like, why are we in a restaurant arms like we in a club? Like, oh my God. Even yeah. the one off of what was it, Greenbrier? That TGI Friday right there, and then the one, uh, what is it, military? Oh, that shit used to always be jumping. Like See, before, before that, I was doing like Persia. Um, I had a, I had Persia Takeover Tuesdays, the flyer that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we had the old school versus new school that went on for like six years straight, packed wow. every every Tuesday. The only th- reason that it stopped is because they sold the owner sold the club, and the cats that came in. They didn't realize until they messed up with me that they needed it. You know what I'm right. saying? To keep it right. going for real. So um, it is what it is. Like, like, man, it, it, it's so much I done done for this area, man. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I don't really talk about it. Right. Right. It doesn't really get talked about. Right. Unless, you know, it, you know, somebody bring it up, but it's not too many people that's willing to bring up good good things or oh he put the city on he you know there's not really too many people out in this area that do that and I just I just I also think like like why why is it not everybody on one accord when it comes to this entertainment thing because we have a melting pot of talent and that could easily be pushed by DJs so how do you feel about that that portion of it when it comes to like these artists out here getting them getting you their their music and mm-hmm. you know breaking an artist and so on and so forth well see it's a lot to go into when you say breaking an artist mm-hmm. like an artist shouldn't look for nobody to break them first of all mm. they should be out here breaking themselves okay. especially nowadays now back in okay. the day when radio was the only um um, platform that you had in order to get any type of recognition, okay. Right. But today, right. 
you got so many places where you can promote your music, where you can, you know, have your music. You know, even even some people still doing it the old school way, hand in hand. Yeah. You know, I mean, all I'm saying is put some type of effort into what you're doing before you come to a DJ. You know what I'm saying? A DJ can play your record, but you know, a DJ taking a risk when they play your record because don't nobody know your record if you ain't did the the background work behind the scenes that you're supposed to do before you even go to anybody. They, you know, a lot of people think radio is, you know, the end all be all. Mm. Like, like, yo, soon as it play on the radio, I made it. Right. Radio mm. is not. It's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Radio is for commercial advertisement that's the reason for radio that's how radio makes its money you know what i mean i was in here painting my house and i was listening to the radio and and i counted how many times this, the same song came on the radio it was like six times back to back like it was a playlist and then a rotation oh so and so so and so it's another playlist ah another radio personality same playlist and i'm just like bro i just heard this like Ten minutes ago, like you know what? I just had the same conversation with my program director. He and mm-hmm. um, and basically all radio is 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 done off of research and data. Mm-hmm. Period. You know what I'm saying? The the mm-hmm. top twenty five to thirty songs you might hear, yeah, in rotation, and it's because these are the songs that people like. And with radio, you the reason you hear the same songs over and over because um, it's the time spent listening. Like you might get in your car and you might um, be going to the store or something. You probably in the car a good 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you might, you, in that time, radio wants you to hear your favorite songs so you can stay listening to it. Right. The longer you listen, the more advertisement and stuff they can sell because you're listening to what they're promoting. So when you get out your car, the next person going to come in. You and that next person might got the same favorite song. Right. So they want to hear that too. And it's sort of like the club thing. Like I might play a record and somebody might come in at, um, you know, like midnight or something like that and be like, mm-hmm. Yo, can you play this? I'm like, I already played it. Well, I won't hear. Same, uh-huh. thing, same thing with, you know, with radio. So when you get in that car, they want to, they want you to be hearing your favorite top songs. Right. And that's how radio. But what works. if my favorite top songs aren't our radio, like on the radio nowadays, like my favorite top songs right now, like three, six mafia. And like, I'm old school as a motherfucker. Like I don't, I like new music, but if you keep hearing it over and over, 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 like if it's continue to get pounded in your head, it's going to, it's going to be like, listen, I'm tired of it right now. I need a break. Like, I need to go back to my old school juvenile hot boys, you know, those type of stuff. Like, that's what I would rather hear on on, on the radio than anything. Like, bring that shit back. Like, right. Right. but right. no. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I definitely get it. Because, you know, that's really the era where I started. So I like playing that era of music myself. Right. But that's why I do my happy hours and my club nights, which I promote and I pack myself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. I play whatever I play everything. Right. And, and that's why they stay successful because people can hear, you know, it's like a breath of fresh air. Places might not play, you know, a lot, a lot of places they either play young or they either play old. Right. Not too many places you're going to get it all. Right. So right. That's, that's, that's where my success lies at. So speaking of success, um, how did this pandemic change your ability to DJ and that success? <laughs> Man, yo, it was tough at first. I ain't gonna lie, cause mm-hmm. it was more like, see, I don't like to be on on camera and online. Right. And that. right. So, so it switched over to a lot of DJs playing live, and right. you right. know, and I hate that because. I like being in front of my crowd, you know, right. you know, being able Energy. to hug somebody or, right. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's, that's, that drink that from me right there. You know I used to always send my DJ to drink a shot of Patron. Let's take this Patron together. I will always, like, I don't give a damn. Well, I don't want to say I don't want to give a damn because I didn't like how some of the DJs DJ. I ain't even going front because I could call out some things, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, but the DJs that I did fuck with, I would send them a shot or whatever they drew, whatever the DJ want. 
it's on me. I will always do that. Like I it never failed. Whatever club I went into, whether I was in town, out of town, I'm like, I would try to at least. And then um I would try to go to the DJ booth and be like, yo, you know, chop it up and whatnot. But I will always like love the DJs. Like the DJ is the life of the party in all actuality. People don't give it up for the DJ like they should. They yeah. don't. Yeah, really, really. Um, so but I had to, you know, learn how to overcome that even though i'm still working on it because i went live sometimes but then i stopped mm-hmm. and um I and just then one, but once you do go live you it has to be you have to stay consistent with it like once they see what you're about and they really fuck with it you're gonna be like you they have to give you you have to give them content after content and then so, sometimes you're not that person sometimes you don't want to for females, you don't want to put that makeup on. You don't want to do your hair. You don't, you know, you don't want to do a lot of things. And for males, I'm pretty sure if you ain't got no haircut, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, man. Yeah, I damn sure won't go into no barbershop during the pandemic. I was in this bitch edging myself up out this junk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know even like a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, yo, I'm going to clear this hair, though. <laughs> I know that's, that's right. right. Huh? I'm cussing this though. We can we cuss. Oh yeah, you can go. Oh, okay, okay. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We is in there like swimwear. Um <laughs> but also I wanted to talk about becoming you becoming uh an official core DJ. How did that even become about? Because I know I believe you have to have somebody refer you. Yeah. And I don't think there's anybody in this. Virginia Beach, like Hampton Roads area. Everybody is either like in DC or like the Maryland outskirts. So how did you even become a core DJ? And shout out to the core DJs. Yeah, shout out to the core, um, Tony and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, My um, my program director was an original member of the core. Really? Yeah, and also Pizzo was an original member of the core. I didn't know that. I know Jack of Spades was a core DJ. DJ Baby Drew was a core DJ, and I think those are the only two that I know of in the Virginia area. But they don't really. Daniel Drew was a core DJ. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Nobody really. I was really the only one here. Like, do you guys know about the core? They're like the best thing in live. You know, I'm I'm rooting and I'm still rooting, but nobody really hopped up on it like I need them to because it's so many good things that come out of the core. And these DJ record pools, these even these conferences, like it's so much stuff. But I don't know. I don't know it. I don't know where that disconnect is coming from when it comes to the music scene and trusting outsiders to to help them with building their brand. If that makes uh, sense. My, my my program director, um, you know. Uh, I had been mixing for like a year and a half because before me, Pizzo even got on air, mm-hmm. um, the station just started off as just playing music. Mm-hmm. And then at five o'clock, my mix would come on. Um, so I, after some time, he hit me up and he was like, yo, you down with any coalitions? And at that time I was down with, um, I had just got down with Zaytoven Coalition. He got a- really? Yeah, yeah. But I, I really wasn't- um, I guess I really won't take advantage of it and, you know, it's very really big. getting involved like I, you know, like I guess others was because mm-hmm. I'm always busy doing something. So, um, so I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm down with Zay joint, but now nah, not really. So mm-hmm. he was like, um, yo, I'm a, um, holler, at, I'm a holler at, um, getting you in the core. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the core is? I'm like, nah, I don't know what the core is. So, I found out what it was about. And um, so Pizzo, I told Pizzo what, you know, my program director said. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I know Tony, you know, that's my man. So he called him and um, he was like, yo, it's crazy, man, because all these people calling me about um, about you. When I finally talked to Tony, like, right. people calling me about you, what is, what's up with you, man? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yo, I'm just, working you know what i mean right right so um he was like yo um 
my program director named Doc Love. He was like, yo, Doc Love, and he was an original core member. Mm-hmm. And this nigga ain't never um, speak up for anybody to come in the core. So it must be, you know, you must got some talent. Yeah. So I was like, no. So that's that's how it really happened, you know what I mean? Wow. And that was what last year? Yeah. Well, not yeah. last year, 2019. I think it was last year. 2020? Yeah, I think it was in 2020 when this happened. This must have been before the pandemic. Yeah, it was before. Okay, before March. So that was okay. Probably in January sometime. Look at this. We got a core DJ out this bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. We have to do some stuff. I know we got a lot of things that we can be doing. And but this I is know, one I don't of, know if anybody even recognized the name like that out here. That's what know? I'm that's what I'm trying to tell you. They don't, they do, but they don't. It's like they know of it, but they don't know how um how intense it is. They don't know the backstory behind it. They don't know who runs it. Like they know that it's a co like a co it's an organization of DJs, but they don't know how important it is for this area to do it because um, they actually are just now one of the young ladies think, I think it's her name is Taylor. Thank me, Taylor. I think that's her name. She just connected with one of the female core DJs, uh, DJ Kelly J from Las Vegas. And so they did an all female mixtape. So people are starting to, to, you know, you know, notice. Yeah. But it is not like, not like I want it to be because they could be, so much further in the game and it's just like one click away you know if you if you belong to an organization like that and they have like um record pools like a lot of the artists don't know about dj record pools all you gotta do sign up for it send it out if it's dope they're gonna play it if it's not you know send them something so funny that you say that is um a lot of a lot of um DJ because some DJs make records too. Mm-hmm. So they tag mm-hmm. they tag every DJ major DJ in the in the country. Mm-hmm. And I have actually given that um email list to some artists like yo, I'm putting you on to something real heavy. Right. In your music and ask for feedback. Right. You know, that right there is the best thing that I could do for you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's reaching all the top DJs in the country. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. You you name them, it, it was in that email list. And most of them didn't even take advantage of it. Oh, my God. So you can't come to me after that. No. If you didn't even take advantage of what I just put you on to, that people don't even have access to this. And I just gave it to you for nothing. For nothing. You can't even talk no more because you're not serious. <laughs> facts. That's all the way facts. And I didn't even think about it like that. Because once you put... Because people will try to come after the fact. And then that's what really hinders them from the beginning. Like they just they just kind of like trying to analyze who who we are or who, you know, it's just like you're doing too much. Why can't you just trust my word? You see, I'm working with these people. If you already follow me on Instagram. So why not just hop on board? Like you just wasting my time. You're wasting your time. And now we got to start from ground zero. And I'm not I'm not about to do that. It ain't no it ain't no need for, to do that no more. You don't want this free game and I don't want to give it to you no more. Let me give it to somebody else. Cause there's a lot of people out here is so much talent. Like it's Man. so much. You remember when we used to have when we used to um have parties just for publishers like double XL magazine, the uh the editor and the publisher is coming out and you can meet them and then you got model calls, you got like it used to be so much stuff to do out here, but I also think that the lack thereof is hindering a lot of the artists here as well. Like, right. and then they don't have no, some of them have drive. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like the chosen few, but everybody want to be a rapper. Everybody want to take pictures. Everybody, you know, everybody just want to do stuff that they see, but they don't know exactly what they want to do. Right. And then, like I said before, if we all get on one accord, this whole thing could be like a Atlanta or a LA or a New York. But nobody wanna no 
Nobody want to do it. Nobody want to take that step. I thought of a solution for that. Uh -oh. and, um, this goes well. Maybe it's not time for that question. I know you were saying. You were I know. Don't. Say, oh, shit. I ain't even going. Uh, you know, we we had forty five after, so you know we're gonna do top five then. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do top five. Okay, so uh, I do this thing called uh, top five. I normally ask like general questions, like your top five general gener generational artists or millennial artists, but I got. Some different things. I'm gonna throw some things in there. Um, because you're a DJ and I know you like a lot of music. So the first thing is your top five DJs in your city. Oh, man. <laughs> my city. It's my top five DJs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I'm taking too long. <laughs> well, so are we going off of um, longevity? Um, um, what 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 am I basing this off of? You um, can base it off of longevity. You can also base it off of new styles because you know there's a lot of new DJs that are coming out and um hitting the scene um you can base it off of work ethic um those type of you know those type of things because you already know djb he's top top five top two for me so you know yeah. those type of djs those those yeah yeah i mean i i, I like i definitely i definitely rock with b man mm -hmm. um, that's the homie right there um but I would just have to give it to Jack, you know what I'm saying, first. Okay. I would, okay. I would, I would have to give it to Jack. Um, we talking about in my city, a lot of a lot of my favorite DJs to move away. Um, but Jack, DJ Stress. DJ Stress, okay. Um, got three more. I'm going off an of impact. Um, B of course. Uh -huh. Um, I gotta I gotta put Joe Pro in there. Yes. Um, and I guess I'm biased because all of these DJs right here came from my era. Uh -huh. okay. Um, it's fine. It's fine. The last one. Um. In the new school, I mean, it's a it's a lot of dope honorable mentions. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Izzy, Izzy the DJ. Yeah, yeah, Izzy, Izzy. Um, but I really, I really haven't heard him play like that. You know, dramatic beats. Uh, but I know his um promo game and all of that is oh, yeah. top notch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I never really heard him like really spin mm -hmm. for real. Um, so I really, you know. You know, I know he, he had a good impact out here, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But um um damn. Yeah. See, I like to base I like to base my picks off of DJs that could draw a crowd too. Okay. That's that fine. Draw a crowd that can rock. Mm -hmm. Um last but not least, I gotta get to the young bull. Um um, jump off dj jump off he's been doing it for a long time yeah, he's he back but, but he 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 definitely you know what i'm saying holding it down when it comes to playing and you know talking on the mic and rocking because he started off in kids party or teen parties too because he yeah. was he was a youngin coming up i remember i remember uh going to some of them parties yeah, he did. He, yeah, but don't get me wrong. It's a lot of cats that 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 rock. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You, know, you got the BPs. You got the prime times. Mm -hmm. you know and Illmatic. Um, I think they're doing Sony. You know what I'm saying? All them, all them cats doing anything. Um, you know I rock with all of them. Right. But but my era. You know what I'm saying? I got to get up to who who's still in the game that was you know doing it like before me. Right, right. So if you still here after that, you know, I got to get it to you. Thanks, thanks. All right. 
top five songs to mix. <laughs> I mean, damn, top five songs to mix. <laughs> You see how how wild these questions are? Like, yeah, because I mean it's broad, you know. What I mean, because I, I don't I play so <clears throat> so much different music. So, um, what's some go to mixes that you like that that you'll mix like right away? Um, it just depends on the crowd for real. Um, because I I DJ different for different crowds, so. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, damn. All right, songs I can't go wrong with. Um, we, uh, are we speaking like hip hop or? Um, you can do, you can do hip hop. You can do hip hop. You can do hip hop. Okay. Um, a go-to joint that's that's guaranteed to get some reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, geeked up with Jeezy. Um, that's um, that's a little older joint right there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, down for my niggas always a, a oh a, hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um I'll do a twerk record next. Um There's just so many goddamn. I play a lot of music, man. <laughs> and certain things work, you know, at different times depending right. on how you play it. Um if you I'll ain't go- got no more, we can we can definitely skip to the next one. I I just throw some bangers out there that's that's now um um Afrobeats joint um if the veto okay or or fall um or toast you know what I'm saying it it's just so many um a trap joint um the Molly joint is going crazy right now Fujiano um. um yeah, one more. Uh, one more. So what I gave you, I gave you. So now I need an East Coast joint, right? Yeah, you got. You gave me a twerk. You gave me, um, two down south, and then the Molly. So you got one more. That's how two. All right, I'll go with the East Coast joint. That's always. Um, I mean, any pop smoke record for real <laughs> right now. I mean, maybe going ham, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. So the last top five is top five vinyls to spin. Um, vinyls to spin. Mm-hmm. So this must be older joints. Yes. Because older. Oh, okay. Um, some of the most impactful joints um, in the club um, in the club 50 Cent okay um, Benjamin's um, One okay. More Chance okay. Get Money mm. um, One More One More uh, and I'm, I'm just trying to think of my Gary's bada beans, all them, all of them days right there. Um Did you do Blakely's? Yeah, I used to, I was in there every week almost. Yeah, Blakely's, Blakely's. Blakely's, yeah. I was in there almost every week. Shakespeare's? Uh, did, you, did you do Shakespeare's after no, I was closed? That's one place. I, I think I did Shakespeare's one time. Mm. One time. But I wasn't there on the regular. Mm. Um Rock the Mic was was another one that was Rock the mic. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was five. That's dope. That's dope. And so, 
We are coming to a close and I do appreciate you and your time for being on So Hollywood, the podcast. Um, so you can give your, actually, you know what you're going to do is answer this question first and then you do your shout outs and then we're going to get about this thing like a chick wing on a string. Um, so the question of the day is what bothers you about the industry? Why? And what would be your solution to fix it? So can I talk about the industry here? What bothers me? Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. Okay. Um, what bothers me about the industry here is... is um, here is Virginia. Is he speaking of Virginia? My bad. Virginia, VA. Um, just people expecting you to do more for them than they'll do for themselves. That's like the problem that I have. Okay. Um, the solution to it I think if if everybody, even the artists, get behind putting one person on, putting your egos aside, everybody just get behind one record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't got to rock with this person, but get behind the record because if one break, just one break huge, and the, the record label see that, damn, this kid getting hella support from Virginia. Yeah. We need to go and post up down there. You know what I'm saying? I believe that'll be the solution to, I really think that's the solution, but I, you know, I just don't see people putting their egos aside, but I really think that's the solution. Everybody need to get behind one person and push the hell out that shit. Mm -hmm. And if we can do that collectively, we'll, we'll make some noise. Because all it's going to take is one. I agree. Because then they're going to come back and look for another one. And then it's going to be another one and then somebody else. And then, yep, yep. So it's we, got the, we got the support. Everybody got to be sharing it. Yep. Going up the, the, the YouTube, yep. you know what I'm saying? The Spotify, the Apple, every platform, it got to be on. It got to be done right. But yep. man, everybody just got to support it, you know? So yeah, that's my solution to the whole thing. Uh, I definitely agree. Yeah, give your shout outs and anything you got coming up. Um, I just want to shout out everybody that's been supporting me, you know, from day one. You know, a lot of people know the story. A lot of people seen where I came from. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to make VA proud. You know, this, you know, that's it. That's it. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook at um, DJ Hip Fan Page. That's DJ H-I-P-P Fan Page. Twitter and IG at DJ H-I-P-P VA. Um, I got a happy hour every Thursday at Phoenix from 6 to 10. And also, I'm at Jam Cafe every Tuesday. But when it, when this whole thing opened up, I'm everywhere. Oh, okay. And I'm going to be everywhere, too, because, you know, I'm going to bring the podcast on the road because, you know, it's, it ain't nothing but to it but to do it. You know, I got this whole module. I just need my mic and my little stand. And, oh, know, I forgot yeah. to add also... Um, um, me and Pizzo, we also working on Crib Movies, Ooh. and we, all, we also have a podcast, the Crib Podcast as well, Ooh. so that's okay. coming soon too. Well, you know, I got to be a guest on it, because I need to sit on that couch, because I need to, you know, talk more about hip-hop. Yeah, we bring you through for sure. Gotcha. After, well, whenever this thing go away, hopefully sooner than later, because I'm tired of I'm sick of it, like, like they say out there yeah. i'm sick of it. <laughs> All right, man. ready ready i'm ready mm. Mm -mm -mm. but y'all can follow me on instagram miss hollywood 313 you can also follow the podcast um so hollywood the podcast on instagram um shout out to everybody shout out to shout out to you for even being a part of this show shout out to me for even having this show um and uh, yeah, is there anything else that you want to leave the people with? Or if not, we're about to be out this thing like a chicken wing. <laughs> All right. Catch the next episode, y'all. Episode 29. It's going to be dope. I don't know who's going to be up there yet, but you know, it's always a surprise. And um, yes, you can catch me on all of the digital platforms. Um, what is it? iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Foot with me. Foot with me. But yes, holla. Is it me or was it hiding here? Yeah.
Is it me or is it Hollywood? So Hollywood, H O double L Y double U double O. So Hollywood, H O double L Y double U double O. So Hollywood, H O double L Y double U double O. So Hollywood, H O double L Y double U double O. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to get ignorant. The Hollywood lights are bright. Let's get right for a little bit. The vibe's so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit. Let's celebrate life like it's gonna end in a little bit. Hit the bottom with a little twist and mix it with some of this. And mix it with Hollywood and you're far from monotonous. Imagine the gas can't even produce more hotness than this hip hop pop. It's a female accomplice. Hey, Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgang.com.